0: what's up bonehead trying to get this thing in mic right son if y'all hear this in the episode in the beginning of the episode you know Blake's on
1: got to have my mic right I say (laughs) so much if my mic ain't adjusted right someone liable to miss out on what I say
0: we interviewed um we interviewed a, a guy yesterday awesome interview But I bet Blake hit his mic about five times during the course of that interview. I'm the only one with headphones. We just ordered more headphones. Because when you don't have the headphones on, you don't realize how loud it is. But when you put the headphones on, it blasts you out.
1: I got that old raggedy mic stand over there, Hey,
0: y'all forgive Blake. He's new to the podcasting world. Um, So... He's here with us today. Guys, welcome back to the 3 of 7 podcast. You know, uh, we, we're trying now to put some uh, consistency behind how we release mm-hmm. episodes for you guys. We're shooting for Mondays and Wednesdays. All right? That's what we're shooting for. Um, you know, it's good for us. It's good for you guys. I think it's good all the way around. So, yeah. thanks for joining us. For today's episode, we're going to try or attempt to tackle the topic of vulnerability. Well, I hope nobody gets offended about this topic. We're going to try to ease into it. We're going to try to approach it with logic and experience. And yeah, it's a touchy topic for a lot of people because I think nowadays, and first of all, vulnerability definitely has its place, all right? But I think in a soft society, it's been elevated to a really virtuous thing, right? Where it's not really, it's, it's, in my mind, I don't know if you can call it a virtue more or less than other than a tool, right? It has its purpose in, uh, in everybody's life. This isn't just for men, right? I mean, obviously, I think men might have a little more difficulty being vulnerable, in certain situations, when they need to be, than than females do, but not necessarily. I know some tough freaking females, man. All right, so this is for everybody. So we're gonna try to approach this topic in a in a uh, in a nice, warm and fuzzy way for you. Hope you enjoy it.
1: It's pretty. You're making yourself pretty vulnerable here.
0: Well, approaching this topic. Well, yeah. Well, every time we get on this thing, we do that. You know. Hmm. All right, look. And oh, I mean speaking of that, you know we do the origins episodes with Brooke, which we'll we'll record another one of those for you guys here coming soon. Yeah, I we do. We we get a little vulnerable. We tell you guys literally almost every detail of our life's journey. I think we've made it up to the point that um through buds and we the next one'll start off with SQT when Brooke comes back in. But there's a purpose behind it, right? There's a purpose behind it. We're not going to tell you, try not to tell you stories unless there's some sort of humor behind it. There's some sort of principle. There's some sort of lesson. There's a purpose behind it. So that's the reason that we do that, and we we can we can feel confident in doing that. I want to tell you guys real quick about Wazoo Survival Gear. Though <clears throat> this episode is brought to you by Wazoo. They're some good friends of ours. Wazoo Survival Gear. Dustin and Nick. They're awesome. Uh, they make wearable survival gear, things like the bushcraft necklace, things like the cash cap, the cash belt, um, and and a whole array of other things. They've got some. They've got an awesome band, a forging bandana that'll help you identify edible plants. They've got one that'll help you identify tracks. Um, they've got some cool sharpening stones. Uh, they've got all kinds of different kits to enhance your capabilities, not just out in the wilderness, but this is everyday stuff, right? Mm -hmm. This is everyday stuff that you guys can utilize to expand your capabilities. Uh, We love Wazoo. We've been using their products for a long time now, I I guess going on two years. We have put them through the ringer, man. Um, uh, One of the, the products that I love is they have a little ceramic knife. It's a little ceramic razor blade foldable, and you can also use it to strike your ferro rod with. Um, it's just a really cool little piece of gear that I've used in all different ways out in the back country and just everyday use. You know, when you think you need a little bitty really sharp knife to do some little cut or cut Mm -hmm. a zip tie or whatever it is, it's it's pretty handy. So check them out. If you're, um, if you're into expanding your capabilities, it's a at gear.com I'll attach a special link in the show notes of this episode that you guys can go to if you order using that link and our pro code for three of seven podcast listeners. That'll be in the show notes too. You'll get 20% off of your order from Wazoo Survival Gear. Support the companies that support this show, please. And uh, yeah, they do everything they can to source their materials here in the USA too. So that means a lot. Yep. Um, so thanks for sponsoring the show Wazoo. All right, let's talk about this. And first of all, why are we talking about this one? Because it's a tool one because it comes up a lot. I think in, in, in the topic of vulnerability comes up a lot and everything that we do probably in a lot of places that you guys are at and a lot of things that you guys do, um, maybe in the workplace, dealing with, uh, employees, maybe in your home or dealing with family members, maybe dealing with team members in, in the, the, the fitness world or whatever it is. It's a pretty big topic and that's what we're going to discuss it. And, you know, I look back on my life and I think when were times that I had to be vulnerable, um, with my teammates, all right, in the SEAL teams, I'll take for instance. When when were times that I needed to be a little vulnerable? Well, it sure as heck wasn't when we were out on a mission. It sure as heck wasn't when we were in some you know high stress uh, training environment where we were actually having to get work done. It just that wasn't the place for it, right? That wasn't when you looked over at your buddy and told him your deepest darkest problems that you were having It wasn't the time to discuss that stuff right um if I think uh, for me going back to a specific example I think one of the the biggest things that stands out in my mind was when I had I had come home from deployment I, f- I found that Brooke was struggling with her drug addiction and I realized that this was going to be uh a bigger problem than I thought it was going to be. She had decided that she wanted to get clean and she had to go to a, she had to go to an inpatient, um, you know, rehab facility. She had to get some treatment. So in, in a, you know, in a real way, full time, like this wasn't something that she just went and did for a couple hours a day and came home. And uh, I realized, man, I, there's no way that I can take care of my family and also do what I need to do. You know, with 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 my job in the military. So I had to be vulnerable in that moment because this for me was a time this was a time of great need for me. Like I I had I really had no choice. So I had to go and uh my I had to go and see my command master chief and had to tell him I had to be vulnerable with him and tell him what was happening in my personal life with my with my family, right? Mm-hmm. With my wife and You know, had to express to him what we were going through, what we were feeling, and what I thought I needed in order to, uh, you know, push through or get through this situation, keep my family intact, and do my job as as a husband. And, you know, that was a specific example for me. But what I want you to understand is leading up to that, that time where I had to approach my team member or my leadership and my team members and tell them what I, what I was struggling with really open up to them. Um, I had exhausted all of my own efforts to fix the problem up to that point. Like I had, I had thought through every scenario. I had done everything that I could do right to fix this problem and to find a way to navigate this problem without having to go and and you know, share my personal business with my teammates. All right. So, um, you know, it was a time again, it was a time of great need. I'd exhausted my own personal efforts. It wasn't gonna work unless I go, unless I went and opened up, became a little vulnerable, explained the situation. So that is front and center in my mind of a time that I had to be. Can you think of a time you had to be? I just I think of the word in
1: general. I think we will misuse that word. Like for me when I hear vulnerable, I think like the turtle that's crossing the road is pretty vulnerable. He's about to get ran over. Yeah. And really it's it's a quality maybe of vulnerable that we like or that is helpful to us. And the quality is being honest and open. You know, it's not necessarily making yourself vulnerable. It's being honest and open. And in order to be vulnerable, like if you say, I'm going to be vulnerable with you, first, I have to care what you think about me because if I don't care what you think about me, there's no vulnerability for me. You know, yeah. like if I tell you my deepest, darkest secret and I don't give a crap what you say or think about it, what vulnerability is there to me? Because That's a good point. It doesn't matter. So someone has to care. And I think the importance of saying that is that. If you are going to be what we call vulnerable
0: or open or honest, then I, I you... See, I, I disagree with that. I don't think that vulnerability has anything to do with honesty. I, 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 I mean, I can see how it can have something to do with openness. Yeah. Right? But uh, uh, being that openness can go a step too far. Yeah. It, that's why we're having this conversation, right? Yeah. All right, all right, continue. I'm sorry, I I, just had to put in my two cents. I think the honesty part would come into
1: being maybe not honest in a matter of, hey, this is what I did. You know, you ask me a question, then you can be honest and say, hey, I'm not going to tell you that. Or I guess that's the openness and say, hey, I am going to tell you that and I'm going to open up to you and kind of give you access to where, what you say to me could potentially harm me or not harm me. I guess that's the vulnerable part of it. But if you... um, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, Well, I like what you said about how... Oh, listen. Sorry. This is it. It, Someone has... Like, I I have to care what you think about me. So if you're going to be vulnerable or open with somebody, then it has to be with somebody that you actually care what they think about you like i'm going to be open with you i'm going to be open with my wife there's certain things i'll be open with my kids about so so you're going to be open about different things to different people and there's only a few people you're going to be open with everything about Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um so i think that's a big key to it you i mean regardless what you think about somebody if you just met somebody two days ago and you're just think oh man this person is you know i'm just gonna tell them everything you don't know that person no matter how much you think you know them you've only known them two days yeah you don't know how they're gonna act in different situations if they're gonna go tell people or whatever so yeah
0: no you're exactly right man and i like what you said about how um that resonates with me about how you said the person that you're that you're sharing with being vulnerable with it has to be something it has to be someone that you know and uh, and that you know that you care that you care about right and you, you care about their opinion of yeah. you also and i think that was <clears throat> going back to my examples when i had when i had to be vulnerable with my teammates and let them know what was going on at home um and it was a, it was an embarrassing thing and i think that's why i felt that sense of vulnerability because i did care what they were going to think about me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I did care what they were going to think about my wife um, and and all of that. So I guess that's why I felt that sense of vulnerability in that moment, in that circumstance right there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I think that the honesty part helps the openness because you go to them and you say, hey, look, guys, I'm going to be open with you. I'm going to share with you what's going on. And really – in the end, this is just me being honest this is just what's going on. if yeah. you're gonna get, be upset with me about it or think differently about it about me because of that, then you know take you know I, I don't need you to be listening or giving me advice anyways. so it's it's just real you know like yeah. things just are what they are. And when you share that with somebody, it, it kind of takes the pressure off of of you, and and to me, to almost takes the vulnerability aspect away from it.
0: Yeah, no, I like that, man. And 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 guys, I want y'all to understand this is just my experience with this vulnerability topic. Obviously, there's, I, I'm sure people feel different ways about it. You know what I mean? But I think, um, I think even like with with my even with people like Blake that I'm super super close to. Right, we talk about that openness, you know. I, but I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna approach Blake and unload my baggage on him, just for the sake of being vulnerable and being open. There has to be a purpose behind it. Right, it has to be something for me that is like, it's a problem. There's a need. I've exhausted my own personal efforts to do this, and I, I literally have to to seek some sort of counsel or um just i guess at times even have to get it off my chest so even that openness for me personally with those people that are, are close to me super close to me it's uh it's still something that is that that i i hold it in high, like high, like I, i'm not going to abuse that well, it's you know no what I mean? different than
1: if i needed to pay my mortgage this month, and I couldn't afford it. Is the first thing you're going to do, go ask your buddy, hey, man, can I get a, can I get some money to pay my mortgage? Or are you going to go out and try to find a job and try to get something to make the money on your own? And it's the same thing with sharing something that you're struggling with. Like, yeah, if, if you identify a problem in your life, then use the tools that you have that you know how to fix it and if it doesn't work, then at that point you go to somebody who you care, who you think, who to your inner circle that we've already talked about, yeah. and say, "Hey, this is what I've tried, and things just aren't working out." Yep. What, what What do you think I can do? But by me just if I'm just having a struggle, and I say, "Hey, man, I'm going through this," that in itself does nothing for the problem that I'm going through.
0: And, and yeah, you're exactly right. And which which will bring up to one of my points right here, I've got a few points. The first one I wanted to make for me, times of great need, I've exhausted my own efforts. There's two places I would be vulnerable. You talked about, um, you, you, the points you just hit leads me into one of my other points is, if you do, what Blake just said, if if you're just going to somebody and unloading on them because you think it's virtuous and you think that it's cool that, that, that society is just telling you to just be open with everybody and that's the way to be. I, I think a lot of people get sucked into that mindset and they do that and really they're doing that selfishly because all it's doing is making them feel comfortable uh, with whatever whatever problem they're facing, whatever weakness Mm -hmm. they're struggling against, what they think, oh, well, I'm just going to go unload this on somebody because if I get it off my chest, I'm going to be able to feel more comfortable about the reason why I'm doing it. I'm going to be able to feel more comfortable that this is the way that I am, Yeah, right? And if it's not right, being vulnerable and being open to people is not meant to let you feel more comfortable about whatever it is you're struggling with. All right? It's made the, the yeah. it's made to expose it. It's made to bring it into the light, which in turn should make you super uncomfortable. Yeah. About what you're struggling against, right? So, when you choose to bring these problems out to to people, you choose to to dump it out, right? And and be vulnerable. Look, understand that probably those people that you're vulnerable with are going to expect some change in you. All right. So they're not going to expect you to just, they shouldn't just pat you on the back and say, it's okay, buddy. Unless
1: that's the people, unless that's what you're wanting and you're going to go share it with people that you know are going to tell you that. Yeah. And and that's the whole thing is seek people, seek out people that are going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Oh,
0: that's it right there, brother because that's the thing man. I mean I've come to Blake multiple times for for things that are going on in my relationship, things that are going on in my own head um, in business, whatever it is right And it would be it'd be so much easier for him again to pat me on the back and say it's all right buddy marriage is hard. it's all right man business is hard. you don't have to you know you don't have to take on that load. No, when I tell him that, uh, he again, he'll he'll give me some feedback, and then he fully expects me to um, implement and make changes mm-hmm. in that situation in order to fix myself. Yeah. All right, that's that's what this is leading to. If you want, to, if you want to be vulnerable and open, it's leading to fixing the problem that's why I said in the beginning of this it is a tool it is not some sort of thing to make you to to make you comfortable all right it's a tool that should lead to change all right accountability things like that all right
1: and I I even hate even saying any of those words because they're all buzzwords nowadays oh yeah accountability you know, Vulnerability, all that stuff. I mean, oh, I don't
0: like the word either. I I don't like the word either.
1: Yeah, and and, but you know, when you think about it, you you have to really think about what the word means. Like, it's just that that hey, I'm going to share with you my problem, and you're going to expect changes out of me, and you're going to check in and say, hey, why aren't you freaking changing this this crap that we've talked about a month ago, and you're still doing the same thing? Yeah, that's what. Accountability is. It's not. Hey, man, how you doing today? Is there anything I can pray for? I mean, that's good. That's good to check in with people like that. But it, it's so easy to say, uh, "Hey, I'm doing good, man. Thank yeah. yeah just just keep praying for me. Things are things are hard. Yeah, you know that exchange
0: of dialogue there does
1: the person that's struggling no good.
0: So, in other words, account accountability can come with some harshness. Yeah, accountability can come with calling some people calling your brother or your sister out yeah right there's nothing i agree with you 100 man there's nothing wrong with that
1: if you're gonna ask me hey what do you think about this or what do you think i could improve or what do you think i'm gonna be real with you and and it's gonna be whether you want to hear it or not it's gonna be what i think yeah i'm not gonna tell you my opinion just out of the blue but if you ask me for my opinion
0: i'm just gonna tell it to you yeah you know let me make one thing clear here for you guys. I let me in case y'all didn't know, I'm a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL, wizard hermit, ultra runner, business owner. I am <laughs> not a therapist, all right? Let me make that clear. I'm not a therapist. I go and see a counselor or a therapist or whatever you call them usually about once a week with my wife. And we are vulnerable with this person, but we are vulnerable with this person for a purpose. It, it's because we expect change to come from it. Yeah. So when we share, immediately after that, we are searching for a solution. All right? And we expect change to come from it. Yeah. So I'm not anti-therapy. I'm not anti-going to see a Christian counselor. I, I will only see a Christian counselor. I'm sorry. That's just the way I am. Yeah. Um, Dude, there's that's a whole nother rabbit we could chase, but we're not going to today. So I'm not I'm not saying all right I'm saying when you do go and spend that time with a professional, it should it should be in order to lead in order to lead you to a solution. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand the concept of just getting stuff out and you think that's going to make you feel better.
1: That's the whole problem. It, that's the whole thing we're sitting here talking about. Is yeah, that, that people treat it like it's a taboo to go. They're not taboo, but it's. It's like it's virtuous, got some, yeah. It's virtuous, yeah, yeah. To go share it, and then, oh, hey, I'm good to go now. I've I've shared that with Chad. Let I me mean, just roll on. Yeah,
0: uh, let, let's talk about a couple other things before we wrap this up. Um, let's talk about being open or vulnerable. Um, I, I think something you should think about is Blake hit on it a little bit earlier. You should think about the company you're in. Is it the proper group? Is it the proper, are you in the proper company to share what you're about to share? All right. But before you decide to open up and be vulnerable, I want you to look around you and make sure you're in the right company. All right. Cause that's important. Yeah. Um, and, and also is it in the context of what that company is speaking on? Right. All right, so this openness needs to be with the proper company, in the proper place, with the proper context, okay? You know, I, I share stories out on the basic course that I share stories that are hard for me to tell, man, right? But I share them at, in places during the mission where they have context, Yep. With what the team is facing, what the team is going through, mm-hmm. right? If I shared those vulnerable stories, if I shared them two hours into the mission, it would be totally out of context, right? And people look at me like I'm a dang, why are you telling us this, man? <laughs> right? So it has to be the proper company, the proper place, the proper time, the in and in the proper context with with what's going on.
1: Yeah, and, and you talk about vulnerability and change and kind of their relationship. And that's a good point you made is that you being vulnerable sometimes is change for you, but also you being vulnerable sharing those stories is sometimes out of
0: expected change from who you're sharing it with. I and I've yeah, I it, mean I've experienced it on both ends. Yeah. It, it it does. It it can take two it can be used in two different ways. Those two different but ways to change
1: either way. That's what should that should be the result. Vulnerability equals change should be the equation, whether it's for you or the person you're sharing yeah. with.
0: Yeah. Uh that's a that's a really good statement there. Vulnerability should lead to change. Yeah. Um and yeah, I don't even know what to say beyond that, son. I mean, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about on this topic. Um, I mean, this is a quick episode for you guys. So just to recap right here, vulnerability, openness, it's not virtuous. It's a tool that leads to change, right? You You should practice this in times of great need for yourself, or like Blake said in the in the other context, if you can share, be vulnerable, and share a story when your team is in great need, that's going to tie to a principle that's going to lead to change for your team. All right. So it's an, in a time of great need, and you have also exhausted your own efforts, mm-hmm. or you've allowed your team to exhaust their own efforts in order to to uh, to fix whatever problem they they're needing to share with you, or, yeah. or vice versa. Um, in the proper company at the proper time in the context of the conversation that's going on within the group. It's not meant to make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. It's not make meant to make you feel like, let me pat you on the back, buddy. It's okay. You're going to feel better now that you got that off your chest. Not for me. That don't work for me and it should lead to change. That's, I mean, that wraps it up for me. Um, Again, I'm not a freaking therapist. I'm sure that most therapists would argue with what I'm saying right now. I I guarantee you they would. Oh, yeah. They would tell me I'm a fool. Hey, I'm just telling you what's worked for me, man. That's all I can do. That's how it's worked. That's how this thing has worked in my life.
1: Yeah. No, there ain't much else. If someone wants to argue with it, then so be it. But it's the fact that. They're going to argue that, oh, well, it is good to fi- to get that off your chest and to feel warm and fuzzy. And maybe it is in the beginning, but maybe after that, the change needs to start.
0: It yeah, it ain't never done me no good. No, it, um, it, none of it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, same here, man. All right, guys, so that's what we wanted to say on that. Uh, again, that's coming from our perspectives. I'm not saying there. there are plenty of times where the context is right, the group is right. Um and and it needs to happen. There's nothing wrong with it if it if it hits these wickets, right? Yeah. There's no. it's actually it's a it's a wonderful thing and it's a great tool yeah. if it hits these wickets. Yeah, it's a tool just like anything else. Wicked. Wicked. Um sweet. Go get you some daggone salty britches, man. Go get you some salty britches. I'm ti- look, I'm tired of y'all chafing up all the time. Y'all are chafing all the time. On You're getting blisters on your feet. You're chafing in between your legs. You're walking around just all uncomfortable. Go Man, get go get I, some salty britches. I use that salty britches when my lips get chapped. Yeah, that's true. Blake, we were working out today, and Blake has a ch- chapped lips and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> dude. What the world happened to you? He said, it was all that wind. He was being vulnerable with me. He said, it was just that wind was getting
1: me. Man, you got some skin on your nose. Yeah, Yeah, been there about 29 years, I guess.
0: So, Salty Bridges does have some wintertime uh, yeah. ointment that's made for chafed lips and windburn and stuff like that. It works, works great. We love Amy. We love Salty Bridges. Go check them out on Instagram at Get Salty Bridges. Their website is getsaltybridges.com. Uh, I'll attach a pro code for you guys in the show notes of this episode. It works, it's great stuff. Um, we're on a new schedule now in 307 Project. We turkey hunt in the morning, we work out at lunch. And then we work in the office and we work um, on whatever else. We're cleaning gear today till dark. That's what we do. And we'll make, we, I might run again this evening. So no, I ain't running. I might not be here till dark. But anyways, it's turkey season, son. I might try to go roost a bird while you're running. <laughs> we know where they're going to be
1: roosted at. Yeah, them birds doing gobbling after they fly down. Oh, they? we know where they're going
0: to be roosted at. All right, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Hope you didn't get offended. But it's all good, man. I'm just on here being vulnerable. (laughs) Love you guys. Enough said.